Hello, listeners. Thank you for joining us. This is OGGK, our great and glorious King Ministries podcast, The Truth About Everything. This is episode number 13. I am your host, Khalik, and welcome to the podcast. You know, many of us are living aspects of our lives that are based on a lie. Yet we have been so influenced by our desire for it to be true that we fool ourselves into thinking that it is true. Other times we can be influenced by someone else into believing the lie. You're not good enough or people telling you that you're not smart enough, that you don't have enough of this or you have too much of that. Now, how many of us are living lives that are founded on a lie? The relationship that's full of abuse that you believe is loving and it is good for you. Or that the confidence that you place in something that is going absolutely nowhere, yet keeps demanding more of you, more of your money, more of your time, but is unable to give you anything in return. Or it could be the perspective that you have that's always allowing for you to be the victim in a situation, but never the contributor to the problem. Now, over the holiday season, I dropped my iPhone and cracked the screen pretty badly. I mean, small pieces of glass were falling out. The screen wouldn't respond to touch in a few sections, and it was difficult to read text messages and operate the phone because of the multitude of cracks. You know, when it happened, I didn't I didn't have the time to get it fixed immediately. So I planned on taking care of it in a few days. So I just dealt with it. You know, but after a while, I learned how to read through the cracks on the screen. I realized that if I kept the phone on a flat surface, that the small pieces of glass wouldn't fall out. And that the spots on the phone that were non responsive to touch, you know, if I just kept trying multiple times, eventually it would work. I have become comfortable and learned to live with the disorder and believe the lie that everything was fine, that it wasn't as bad as it seemed. It was a lie because everything wasn't fine. My iPhone was a piece of junk. It was unable to give me what I needed from it. And it was also unable to produce what it promised to be. But how many of us are in relationships like that, are in Situations where something is promising something, but it can't produce what it is. The point is that if we expose ourselves to disorder long enough, it will become normal. We can't allow ourselves to be comfortable in dysfunction. Now, if you tolerate a lie long enough, you will begin to believe the lie. If you believe the lie long enough, you will find reasons to support the lie. And when you support the lie, you become your own enemy. You become the power that is blocking your potential for greater things to come into your life. Now, when we become comfortable with limitations, content with not having what we need and deserve, we teach ourselves to comply with situations that are killing us. Don't sacrifice your sanity and reject your potential by submitting to a problem instead of refusing to be imprisoned by it. Now, in the Bible, John, the disciple of Jesus, shares an account of when Jesus visited a pool in the village of Bethsaida, full of hundreds of sick, lame, and crippled people. You know, the people gathered at the pool because they believed an angel would come and stir the waters of the pool, energizing them with powers to heal them. 
Now in John 5, 2 through 8, it says, Now there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool, an Aramaic called Bethsaida, which has five roofed colonnades. In these lay a multitude of invalids, blind, lame, and paralyzed. One man was there who had been an invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had been there for a long time, he said to him, do you want to be healed? The sick man answered him, sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred. And while I am going, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, get up, take up your bed and walk. And at once the man was healed and he took up his bed and walked. You know, first, I want to say that the activity of an angel stirring the waters and igniting them with healing powers was false. No one was ever healed from these waters. It was a lie. It never happened. Yet it was easy for the man to believe because he was surrounded by others who believed. He laid there on his mat waiting for someone to take him into the water. He didn't believe that there were any other options for him because he was surrounded by people who didn't believe that they had any other options. I'm sure some died there due to these conditions, waiting on a lie to produce something genuine. The area that they were in was obviously unclean and full of filth, body fluids, diseases, germs. It smelled, it was crowded and dangerous when the crowds began to run for the waters. But the man was willing to subject himself to these horrible conditions because others were subjecting themselves to it. How many of us live among people that are emotionally handicapped, unable to show or receive love, mentally crippled due to a lack of self-esteem, vision and drive and paralyzed in life, just doing absolutely nothing? You've watched people blow money and never save and just spend impulsively. So you learn to do the same. It's a lie. You can do better. You've watched people cheat on their spouses. So you have reasons and support to do the same. It's a lie. You can do better. You look at your current situation today and say that it's impossible for me to reach my goals and aspirations and live out my purpose. It's a lie. Better is in store for you. God specializes in the impossible. This is why the Bible tells us not to be unequally yoked, to watch the company that we keep and that bad character corrupts good people. People will believe in a lie so strongly that they will make excuses when the lie is exposed in order to hold on to it. Because when the lie is exposed, that's when it's time for the lie to die and they're just not ready to give up on it. The man at the pool wanted the healing to be true so badly that he was willing to believe whatever supported what he desired. So he was convinced that he was living at the pool. He was that convinced that he was living there because he didn't want to miss his opportunity to be healed. We know this because the man didn't even know who Jesus was when he saw him, which was proof that he had invested a significant amount of time and energy to the lie. I say this because Jesus fed the 5,000 in Bethsaida and was known as the one that healed diseases and raised the dead. Yet he was completely unaware of who Jesus was. 
the way, the truth and the life that the man was searching for stood right in front of him and he had no idea. In fact, he was so convinced by the lie that when Jesus asked him if he wanted to be healed, he responded that it was only possible with the help of a man carrying him into the pool. He wanted Jesus to believe exactly what he believed. He wanted Jesus to buy into the lie. He wanted Jesus to pick him up, run him to the pool, fighting off all the others, getting him to his healing before they can get in the pool. You know, people will pull you into their web of lies and have you believing the lies that they believe. They'll have you go into war over battles that are senseless to be fighting, crying tears over problems that they cause themselves and will have you believing that someone did some horrible things to them and they were treated unfairly and that they have been taken advantage of when it's all just a lie. You know, how long are you going to suffer believing that there is nothing better for you, that there is no other hope, no other options? That you're just stuck, condemned to struggle for the rest of your life. Now, why are you missing out on a blessing, waiting for a situation to produce something that it can't? You're so focused on preserving the lie that you're missing out on the blessings that God has for you. Why are you following the examples of lost people? that are living comfortably with problems that no one wants. And you are allowing them to influence you, to speak into your life and to usher you along the same path that's holding them back. Aren't you sick and tired of depending on something that has no genuine desire or ability to give you what you need? Now, don't confuse this with having faith in something that God is behind and patiently waiting on God to respond or following your dreams relentlessly, even after experiencing failures, sitbacks, and uncertainties, but still waiting for God to bless you. Not talking about that. We're not talking about that. You know, it's true that good things come to those that wait, but what are you waiting on? If what you're waiting on is not honest, not true, not genuine, how foolish of you to believe that something good will come out of something that has all the characteristics of something bad. Back when I first started out in photography, I remember receiving an email from a global cosmetics company interested in hiring me for a shoot. It seemed pretty legit and they wanted to get started ASAP. They had the models, the wardrobe and the location already picked out. So I submitted an invoice and the check arrived the next day. But It was for an amount that was over what I had invoiced them for. I contacted them. They apologized for the mistake and instructed me to simply send back the difference after the check was cashed. This is when it started to get weird. You know, who does this? Why would a company of this size of this caliper request something like this? I started to ask you know, more questions and realized that this thing was obviously not what I thought it was. But I was intrigued by the lie. I wanted the money. I wanted it to be legit. I wanted to do the shoot. I wanted it so badly that I made up excuses for all the things that were wrong. And I created reasons to support the lie. 
You know, I did a better job of lying to myself than they did lying to me. I deposited the check, withdrew the money, made a few purchases. But before I could send the difference back to them, the check had bounced and I was left with a substantial debt that was owed to the bank. So how do you know that you're living a lie? It's simple. It's because the thing that you're waiting on never produces. It never gives anything substantial. And you're constantly convincing yourself that what you're waiting on is good when there is no sign that it is working, no good coming from it and nothing but stress, lack, limitation, deficiency, sorrow, uh, depression, agony, emptiness and regret. God doesn't call us to wait on things that destroy us, but rather those things that build us up. Now, there may be some storms and some conflict, some fight in the things that God calls us to wait on, but it all ends on a high note and it advances us instead of destroying us. In Romans 8, 28, it says, and we know that for those who love God, All things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. Pay attention to what people around you are saying, those people that you love, that you respect. If more than one person is saying it, pay attention to it, especially if you know and love these people. Give them enough respect to sit down and listen to what they say. Look at your situation with common sense and with biblical sense. Don't ask yourself, is it working for you? Ask yourself, is it working to glorify God? Is the situation honoring God? Is the situation satisfying God by you being involved with this particular thing? Be honest. This is the only way to conquer a lie. When Jesus came to the man, he came as the truth to expose the lie. Jesus says that I am the way, the truth, and the life. Only the truth can conquer a lie. Only the truth can dethrone a lie so powerful that it has been ruling over you for your entire life. You need to really figure out the source. How did you get to this point? Or how do you keep arriving at this place? You may require some professional help to get some answers. You know, and, and it's okay. It's not because you're crazy or because you're weak, but it's because you're human. We're all imperfect. We're all flawed, but we're still beautiful. You're still strong. You're still important and full of purpose and love by God. Lies just look good, but they can't do anything else but look good. They can't perform the actions that they promise. They can't deliver. They can't give you anything except empty promises and and plenty of problems. Just like the man at the pool, you may be in love with the lie, ready to die for it. But when God shows up in your life and offers you the truth, take it. So look for those instances when God is trying to tell you something, when he's pulling you away from the lies, away from the dysfunction, away from the discord that you're comfortable with. Be willing to listen to what God is saying to you. Be willing to accept the idea that you may be wrong about things, that what everyone has been telling you, what you've been feeling and what's right in front of your eyes is the truth. And it's your opportunity to walk away from the lie while you still can. 
Thank you for joining us. This has been Khalik with our Great and Glorious King Ministries podcast. If you have a prayer request or a comment that you would like to share with us, you can reach us on our website at OGGKMinistries.org. Until next time, thank you and God bless.